Success Happens with your host, Jen Charlton. Good morning and welcome to Success Happens. It is great to be with you guys today. And I will tell you, this may be one of the most important shows I'll ever do. As I'm sitting here with Frank, it may be my last show. (laughs) Given what has occurred and um, the fact that I uh, am appalled But it's worse than that. I am dismayed by the fact that we have somebody parading in the White House who's had the gall to say that people who are MAGA make America great again. What does that mean? Make America great again. It means we're a hot mess right now and we've got some undoing to do because he undid what was making us great and here we are in full reverse and they want to call themselves progressives or anything but that they are regressive they are backwards and he takes our narrative and flips it on us and we got to stop that right here right now there is nothing progressive there is nothing forward thinking there is nothing constitutional about what that man said that he flipped on us when all we want to do is gather peacefully without BLM infiltrating us and pretending to be a patriot so that they can raise hell in our name. Now I've had enough to call MAGA a clear and present danger because we support constitutional rights. We know that 72 million people voted for the man. And let me just take us back. He talks about a, a peaceful transition of power. Let's go back to the pink hats. I remember the pink hats. Do you remember the pink hats? In Washington, when they gathered because they were bemoaning the notion that Trump had won, I want to remind us of how peaceful and tranquil our dear Democrat leaders are who have taken over this country and destroyed us. Hold on. Let's play the clip from Maxine Waters. Put up with this president long enough. What more do we need to see? What more lies do we need to hear? You see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station. You get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. So that was June 26, ready? 2018. June 26, 2018. That was shocking to hear a U.S. congressional representative speaking about that. But I, I want to remind us there's some other things that our dear Maxi Maxi has said. Okay. One of those is going after the uh, case against Chauvin and George Floyd. She was, best I can say, is reprimanded by the court and the people running the case. Quote, I'm aware that Congresswoman Waters was talking specifically about this trial and about the unacceptability of anything less than a murder conviction and talk of being confrontational. 
said Cahill, who is presiding over Chauvin's trial. This goes back to what I've been saying in the beginning. I wish elected officials would stop talking about this case, especially in a manner that is disrespectful to the rule of law and to the judicial branch in our function, he continued. That is thuggery. That is intimidation. It is an abuse of power. And that person on Thursday night had the unmitigated gall to call us a clear and present danger? Are you kidding me? I'm stunned. I've listened to this thing and I, I, I could barely contain myself. And I thought we have to address this today. Full on, head on. Enough is enough. There is nothing constitutional about what he said. Now, I want to go back and I want to remind us of something because I actually did some research this morning about Hitler. You know, Hitler was an extraordinary orator. Biden is not that. But there's a principle in rhetoric. And I've studied rhetoric. I've written rhetoric. I've done rhetoric. Okay, I know rhetoric. That you're taking an idea and you're selling it. You're selling it to your audience. He was selling the idea that they are we the people and we are not. Fact check this. There is nothing about we the people that spewed out of Biden's mouth on Thursday night. And whoever was in the room cheering that man on is complicit. We have the evidence. We know they cheated. We know they flipped the votes. That happened. The problem we have is the courts are complicit. The courts have been unwilling to allow the truth to come out in the legal arena. And I've said it before, and we're going to keep dealing with something called lawfare. When they flip it on we the people, that leaves you and me powerless. That is tyranny. We aren't talking about tyranny getting here someday. It's arrived. And Thursday night's speech was the icing on the mud pie. So I had to reach out to somebody I respect when it comes to the Constitution to, to get some wraparound sensibility about what we're, what we're in right now. So I reached out to Michael Perutka, who's running for attorney general. He is a constitutional expert. And I asked him to come on the show and deal with what we're dealing with. But before I have Michael join us, I just want to say the red background looked like blood to me. The fiery pits of hell that he was speaking within desecrated that place. And every American should be outraged. And I don't care what your party is. So let's talk about the moderate Republicans. Some would say Hogan's a moderate Republican. I recently posted Hogan should leave the party. He's not a Republican. 
But if we think that Mitch McConnell, who's married to a woman who's Chinese, who has a transportation company out of China that benefits from doing business with China, is 100 percent all in for America, you all need to stop drinking your Kool-Aid. Because McConnell is not MAGA. McConnell is for McConnell. And the rest of us are on the ride with him. So when you want to distinguish the Republican Party, there are people who are proud to be Americans, who wave their flag and wear their red, white, and blue proudly and would never burn a flag or step on it. But when we have people representing us who are of their own self-interest, whether it's Maxine Waters or Senator McConnell, there is no difference because they've benefited from our system a lot. Okay, let's bring on Michael. Good morning, Michael Perutka. It's great to have you with us. As you can tell, I'm a bit lit up about what's going on here. And Good morning, Janice. Great to be with you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. And, I, you know, I, I want to start by saying you've taken a lot of hits. People, they've, they've smeared you because that's what these Democrats do. They smear. They have they have they're they are so nasty. And then they want to turn around and call themselves. We the people. Mm. It's an outrage. I'm so angry right now at them for their abuses and manipulation and deceit. And we have to really set the record straight. So the first thing I'm going to start with is you've taken a lot of hits and they tried to wrap you into some southern stuff that would deem you a racist. There's nothing about you, Michael, that's a racist. And people need to stop buying their rhetoric and their nastiness and start dealing with you, the human, and what you stand for for Maryland and for this country. So I I just want to make sure I keep putting that out there because I think you're great and I think that you're up against Anthony. Brown and you know he's a progressive and has stated as such and there's nothing progressive about taking us back to the the kind of uh, squalor we're in right now economically so um, and and not to mention our personal rights being abused and, and destroyed so first of all wh- what do you want to say about how the campaign is going before we go into all, all this stuff well, for, thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm very encouraged by what's happening in the campaign. First of all, I'm, I'm very blessed and, and uh, appreciate the, the fact that the, the Republican Party, the voters of the Republican Party uh, uh, voted for me to, and, and I prevailed in, in the uh, primary election. I'm, I mean, that's that's very humbling. And, and, I, and I appreciate that very much. Um, and, I, and I think it, uh, Jen, Jen I, I think it means a couple of things. I think for one thing, uh, it. I hope it means, and I, and I think it means that that this kind of uh, what do they call it uh, the, the conventional, the conventional wisdom that uh, that to to beat the left, to to beat the the progressives, that you have to really be just like them or just almost like them to beat them. Uh, a lot of the pundits and a lot of people talk like that, and I think that that, that, that this is kind of proving that that's not true because because. What's the use of being like them? What's the use of running to the center, if you will, is what they say. They say during a primary, you run to your base, and then after you win the primary, you run to the center. What's the what's the what's the what's the use of being like them? I mean, so because uh, even if you win, you lose. So um, 
I, I, I'm, I'm again, I'm grateful for that. You you talked about the, the the attacks on me personally about racism, et cetera, et cetera. They're all they're all absurd and ridiculous. So, you know, and that, by the way, noticeably absent in any of those attacks is anything I ever said or did that's racist. There's absolutely no evidence of it uh, because it's because it's not true. Um, they they try well, to well, and let me just cut in there, Michael, because this is the tactic of fascist tyranny. Yeah. It is to take down the human and and somehow dehumanize people. So we have to fight that back with your humanity and your love and your grace for all God's children, because I know that's who you are. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, I, when I was I was once questioned uh, when I ran for president back in 2004, a couple of times I was on that show, Washington Journal, that C-SPAN show, Washington Journal. And one of those times I was asked by uh, one of the by the, the host uh, about race and racism. And, and my my response was that I then and now is that uh, I believe for the purpose of for, that there, really there's only one race and that's the human race. And um, I, I very much agree with Dr. Martin Luther King when he famously said that, that uh, uh People should be judged by the content of their character, not the color of their skin. And that's 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 my and I, I, I believe any any denigration or elevation of any group based on skin color is an abomination. That's just ridiculous. Um, and it's and it's and it's immoral. So, uh, you know, like I said, this is this is a guilt by association type of thing that they, they try to do. Uh, but uh, for, for anybody who wants to hear me say it, I'll say it. I'm not a racist. Never have been. Never will be. Um, so, so, uh, you know, uh, again, what you might you, be, you, Michael, I'm just going to accuse you of something is too nice. I mean, honestly, you know, part of being a, you know, God fearing human is that we, we recognize that, that, you know, it's not the right thing maybe to sling mud or go after people. But, you know, there's another theory when somebody punches at you, you know, verbally or otherwise, you have the right to defend yourself. And come back as forcibly as they came at you. And so, you know, I do think there is this is a time of of setting, drawing a line in the sand and saying, now I've had enough. I've had enough of the nastiness, the rhetoric, the slamming, the smearing, the disgusting, on one hand, causing violence through my speaking, which is what Maxine Waters did. Right. And and uh, and others. And others, you know, we know the Madonna comments. I mean, if I said that, I'd be in jail right now. Mm. Where, where, where does somebody in in the public eye get the right to to cause violence or incite violence or justify violence? Right. Uh, so, well, at any rate, I, 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 I don't want to get. I think we got the point there. We'll let go of that dead horse. Right. But, <laughs> but uh, tell us, Michael, what do you think about what happened Thursday night and Biden's speech? Well, I'm, I'm I'm glad that you you talked about the affect of it. You know, you uh, I think that that's that's worthy of of some some concentration. The affect, that is to say, the optics of it, the draped flag, the red lighting. That place, you had you had to tell me that was Independence Hall because I would have never. I've I've been to Independence Hall. It doesn't look anything like that. I've never seen anything like that at Independence Hall. Uh, and and I, I think you might have even used this word in your opening there. I believe it was a desecration 
of Independence Hall, which is a symbol of American liberty and, and a symbol of enlightenment, if you will, and morality. And, and this was this was a darkening and a, and a, a I, I believe, a desecration of, of that. Um, be, be, so, so and, and, and by the way, I don't believe that that's any kind of an accident. That's, you know, all of that. The words that he said, the things that he said. Uh, the, the, that whole affect, that the, all, all those optics, that was all on purpose. Uh, the, mil, the military, you know, the, the Marines in the background, all of it. Um, so, so what I, it did? I, what let me it, let me just kind of point to what you're saying. It created this sense of intimidation, of power and authority over we the people. Right. It is yes, that was tyranny in action. Go ahead. Right. That was a, you're right. That was a picture of tyranny, and and I think what it's designed to do. Obviously, it's it's being used to demonize those who they would they want to eliminate, de- demonize those those that they, they don't agree with uh, uh, philosophically or politically, and um, it's. And, I, and think, I think. Let me. I'm sorry. I just want to and turn us sure. against one another. Right. It's divisive. Right. It's, yeah. It's destructive. It's divisive. Just like, by the way, just like other things, like. Uh, forgiveness of student loan debt is divisive, uh, and and uh, you know it's meant to pit us against each other. It's meant to it's meant to pick winners and losers and cause fights. That's you know that's what it's designed to do. Uh, uh, that's one of the things it's designed to do. Um, and you know our allegiance in America, the American view of law and government, uh, clearly says that our allegiance is to the rule of law. Our allegiance is to the Constitution, and what they're clearly trying to establish here is that. Our allegiance should be to their agenda. Their allegiance should be to their agenda, not to the Constitution, not to not to anything, any any worldview worldview that we might have. And and, and also the, and also, Michael, allegiance to them as individuals. Yes, yes, yes. Putting themselves above the Constitution. Yes, I can never remember the I can never remember the pronunciation of the the press secretary's name. What's her name? Jean Pierre or whatever. Uh, Something like that. She, yeah, it was something like that. Um, but but she she t- she actually said something yesterday, which was absolutely breathtakingly ridiculous. Which was that that she said, if you're outside of the majority, if you're not with the majority, if your thinking is not with the majority of people, then you are an extremist. An extremist if you're not in the majority. Well, that that takes away the whole idea of of, of free speech and minority rights and and uh, uh, th- I mean that's nothing could be more politically antithetical to the to the f- political philosophy of America than to say such a such an outrageous thing. Well, uh, hold on, <laughs> let me say something else about that. I'm really glad you brought that up. It also is meant to again tyranny squash freedom of thought. Squash right. if they control our mind, they control our body. If they control our mind, they control our will to survive. This is communism. So when you, th- I was thinking about Anne Frank. I was thinking about um, uh, Frankel uh, in in the in the Nazi camps, right? right. When right. what they said was, if I have my mind, you can't rob me of that. But what right. they're trying to do is rob us of that freedom of thought and intellectual thinking is stimulated from these free-thinking notions that expand us, expand our society, expand our thinking, expand what's possible. 
But if you shut that down and you try to control the mind, which is what terrorism is about, and I will say they're the terrorists, not us. Yeah, I said that. I said that. I may be whatever, but I don't care anymore. We have to say what is. We can no longer pussyfoot around it. So I had to say that because this is about mind control. This is about manipulation of the people. This is about propaganda at its highest level. And when you look back at those pictures of, 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 of Nazi Germany, this is stunningly like that. Right. Go ahead. It is. Go ahead. Well, you know, a couple of things we said here. You, you, I appreciate your 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 thoughts, and I and I appreciate your passion. Uh, You just reminded me of years ago. I think I I had a a pastor that that said uh, one of the one of the indications of 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 mental uh, maturity is is that and and sanity. One one of the indications of sanity is that. You are outraged by outrageous things. Um, so, and, and I'm, I'm sitting here as you're talking, thinking, "Thank God for you and others and others who who are capable of outrage and outrageous things." Because this freedom of speech, really attacking freedom of thought that you just brought up, is designed to systematically make us not be capable of outrage and outrageous things. And and when we accept outrageous things, then we're then We've lost our. We're losing our liberty, and we will lose our liberty when we lose our ability to to not be able. So, thank you for being outraged. That, that was the point I wanted to make. Um, what what they're what they're trying to do is to, is to control your thought and and make certain things unthinkable, and they want to make a, a, a opposition to their agenda unthinkable. They've been systematically doing this to children in our government schools for generations. Um, that. That, that's why I believe, you know, I believe that one of the brightest lights in America today is, is the homeschool movement, which has got, gotten kind of a kick in the in the in the pants to by this whole uh, COVID thing, because parents got to start to see what was happening in the schools. So I, I, don't, I don't mean to go down that rabbit trail, but but the, but the idea of, of freedom of speech and freedom of thought that's been systematically attacked in our schools, and it's been systematically attacked in our media. I mean, we've, we've been we, uh, why why is it, by the way, that that uh, many, so many of the pundits are, that you hear on, on on the radio or on TV talk like this is such a big lie to think that you, you should question the, the election. Like questioning, like questioning the election is 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 uh, something that uh, indicates that that you're mentally unstable or something. When, I mean, when where where did where did that uh, where did that come from? I mean, that doesn't make any. It just doesn't make any sense. The idea that we can't. We're, we're, when did it start that we can't question? As a matter of fact, last election and all elections, people question the legitimacy of, le- of elections all the time uh, from both parties and both sides and many uh, uh, across many spectrums. Well, and I want to say so, something, though. You know, Michael, I, I, I go back to the 2016 election. It was anything but a peaceful transfer of power that they accuse us of not right. having done. I mean, right. they were there were riots. There were. You know, all of that. So, listen, we've got to take a quick break for news. But I I just want to give you the opportunity to say, say a, uh, another closing thought. If, if there's anything else that you want to just make sure we get from you, because um, I, I really and we'll have you back again, you know, soon. Well, thank you. Uh, listen, listen the, the, the reason I'm running for office is to try, try to resist this. I think they can't really do this to us, Jen, unless 
they, unless they have our help. We have to help them enforce this tyranny. And they've done that by, by having prosecutors and people in, in local and state positions of authority that are really agents and agencies of the enemy. So that's why it's very important to support people who are constitutional, who, who have expressed an American philosophy of government. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm trying to bring to the Office of Attorney General. All right. Well, we will continue to beat that drum because we cannot have Anthony Brown as Attorney General and Dan Cox as Governor and have this system continue to be broken and abused. God bless you, Michael. Thank you so much for running for Attorney General in the great state of Maryland. Everyone, you're listening to Success Happens... Welcome back to Success Happens. This is Jen. And wow, I mean, what a show. And I, and again, I am appalled. But let's just hear it from his own mouth. That sacred flame still burns. Now in our time, as we build an America that is more prosperous, free and just, more prosperous, free and just. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, is, is he delusional? I mean, what happened to rising gas prices? Electric bills are out the roof. You can't afford a dozen eggs anymore. And oh, by the way, educational costs are, you know, baby food. You can't find baby food. We talked to a mom about that. What's he smoking? I mean, seriously. Work of my presidency. A mission... I believe in with my whole soul. Uh, Soul? I'm sorry. What soul? But first, we must be honest with each other and with ourselves. Honest? They're the art of manipulation and deceit. Are they serious? Honest? Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Yeah, not normal. Okay, let's go back over this. So it's not normal that you can't afford your gas to get to work. It's not normal that you reallocate somebody else's debt to the taxpayers because they couldn't afford or figure out how to pay their own bills. I know I figured out how to pay my bills. Best investment I ever made was in my education. I increased my income and I was able to pay my debt off. It works when you plan and you have a commitment to your own excellence and performance and you get the work done. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Foundations of our republic are rocking right now. We've had an earthquake through the foundations of our republic because of this man. I want to be very clear. Very clear up front, not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans. Make America great again. That's what Donald J. Trump ran on. He said, let's make America great. That's what it was, right? Make America great. Now he's having to do it again because Biden has destroyed us. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know extreme ideology the constitution is now extreme ideology supporting the first amendment second amendment fourth amendment the right to protection from illegal search and seizure they don't even have that one down now they have violated us through government agencies that have been 
put in place, structured now, allowed to now go against you and me. Let me remind you of the IRS going after conservative nonprofits. Let me remind you what they did with the veterans. That was disgusting. And President Trump rectified that. They have abused the Department of Justice and the FBI is run amok. Because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. But there's no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven and intimidated. Dominated and intimidated by 72 million people who voted for him at least. At least. And we know it was more because we have the evidence. We're going to have somebody talking about the evidence from New Hampshire. By Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And that is a threat to this country. These are hard things. But I'm an American president. Not a president of red America, blue America, but of all America. So all America, but you're calling me out because I'm a MAGA? Because I believe in make America great again? Because I want my child to have freedom? Not to be controlled in his mind and thought and education by your dogma? And I believe it's my duty, my duty to level with you, to tell the truth, no matter how difficult, no matter how painful. He wouldn't know truth if it smacked him upside the head. And here, in my view, is what is true. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. That's outrageous. You heard Michael Peruca talk about the Constitution. He's a constitutional expert. He could school Biden on the aspects of the Constitution and our Bill of Rights. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. So the rule of law, let's talk about the rule of law. We don't recognize the rule of law. What did they do when BLM attacked and burned down businesses? And I'm not just talking, they weren't white businesses. They were businesses owned by black Americans in the middle of the cities that they destroyed. They hurt their own people. BLMers, and by the way, a lot of times if you look in the crowd of BLM, and I have, they're young white punks. I remember walking in Frederick, and an older, very graceful black woman said, no, 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 we're not having that here. She tamped down the young white punks trying to stir stuff up. They refuse to accept the results of a free election. And they're working right now, as I speak, in state after state, to give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies, empowering election deniers to undermine democracy itself. Okay, I think we've had enough. The point is, we have a right to question the integrity of our elections, and we will continue to do so until the truth is told and the justice system stops hiding the facts or being unwilling to deal with the evidence that is before them. So I want to bring on my dear friend, Liz Harrington, who's the spokesperson for President Donald J. Trump. And uh, Liz, good morning. It's so good to have you. And I I really appreciate you making yourself available. I know you guys have a big rally tonight in Scranton, Pennsylvania, in Wilkesbury. So, you guys excited for your event? 
Oh, absolutely. Thanks, Jen. And uh, I can tell you it's going to be nothing like what you've just been discussing this morning and what you've been playing and just the outright, I mean, evil that we've been hearing and seeing. I mean, this is very scary stuff. Um, And tonight you're going to have the complete opposite. You're going to have light. You're going to have freedom-loving people, the the MAGA Republicans, (laughs) independents, and Democrats are going to be out there having a great time. And there's going to be a lot of joy with President Trump speaking uh, in Pennsylvania. And it will show you exactly what the truth is, because what you just heard from this man, Joe Biden, is nothing but lies. And there's You know, one good thing about all this is it's very clear to people now. There's no hiding it. You look at that speech. You listen to that speech. There's a clear choice here uh, of what America uh, should be, what it is, what it has been, and what they want to turn us into, Uh, what they've been turning us into. But now it's all out in the open and people can't deny it. And there's a choice to be made. You know, I was thinking this morning about how afraid we've been. A lot of us and me included, and I'm, I'm pretty out there around having a Trump pin on or a Trump MAGA hat on walking down the street or having a bumper sticker on my car for fear they're going to key me. We have been terrorized for six years as people who support Trump. It's heartbreaking. I mean, I see a Biden, you know, bumper sticker and I kind of, you know, grimace, but I would never destroy the car. Right. You know, and, but or yet I wouldn't, I wouldn't or, throw right. eggs on somebody who's wearing a Biden T-shirt. But this is what we've endured. And they want to call us the terrorists. It's shocking. A clear and present danger, Liz. It, it is it is beyond shocking. I mean, when I saw it, I couldn't believe it. I mean, you know, you know, somewhat what you're dealing with and, you know, but when they really come out and show you, it, it's quite shocking, just like the illegal unconstitutional right. They're escalating things. Uh, They're getting more brazen. And I think it's because they're more and more desperate. They know their corruption can all come crashing down in an instant. It can be exposed for all the world to see the real truth uh, about who's been corrupting our quote-unquote democracy, right, our constitutional republic, who's been desecrating it, who's the real threat here, who has been trampling all over the Constitution and our treasured rights from God. I mean, they've trampled all over our First Amendment. They're going after the Second Amendment, uh, the Fourth Amendment, with these illegal searches and seizures. I mean, they're, they're taking members of Congress's cell phones. They're putting President Trump's advisors in shackles at the airport. And, of course, they're illegally raiding not just an American president, a, a true American president, by the way, President Donald J. Trump's home, but also their potential, and if he decides to run, number one political opponent. I mean, it, they are trampling 
all over our civil rights and liberties. They've spied on us. Now they've raided us. I mean, there's nothing that they're showing us that they won't do to cling to this illegitimate power. And they're telling you. So really, it's up to us to respond in the American way, in the way the founders have always intended, which is getting involved and showing that we can rule ourselves and our rights come from God, not from government. You know, you pointed to something. This is political persecution. It makes Watergate look like kindergarten. Let's be clear. Yeah. I mean, what they have done to President Trump by invading his home, ripping things out. Oh, by the way, Clinton has stuff. What have they done about Clintons? Are you kidding me? I mean, not to justify one wrong with another, but there, there is nothing wrong here. He has the right. Everything they did was illegal. That He has the right to have, you know, he's still got a top security clearance, right? He, the president is the the clearance. He is the classifying power. Uh, it's called the Presidential Records Act. President. I mean, it, the whole thing is absolutely absurd. And it, I don't even want to even get into that because it's not what it's about. It's a pretext. It's a false pretext, just like Russia, 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 and everything else they've tried. Let's, all to cover up their their corruption. So I just have another minute with you. I've got another guest. And if you, you can stay on, Liz, and listen, because she's going to talk about the corruption in the, in the New Hampshire elections. But you guys, this is September 3rd. This is the big shred date. And we're not going to do any breaks today because this show is so important. I need you guys to get as much as I can get you today. September 3rd. Today is the day they destroy all evidence of the 2020 election. They've been, they've been slow walking this to get through this date. There are cases out there across the country that are trying to preserve the evidence. Why the big rush? You've got the cloud. It's unlimited. Save the stuff. Don't you people want to know if there's ever, you know, it's kind of like the crimes that they, that the cold cases. I mean, maybe 20 years from now, 30 years from now, they'll look back and go, you know what? I think there might have been something in, I don't know, Idaho. So, you know, preserve the evidence so that you can go back in time on a cold case and look at it. That's what I think. But what do you want to say about September 3rd in the shred date? Well, luckily in some states, there's a little bit longer of a timeline. Georgia, for instance, their state law requires 24 months. So they have till November 3rd. And it it might be different in other states. You're right. There are a lot of ongoing court cases. But the evidence is clear. Uh, The evidence has already been coming out for for two years now, almost. And it it is so clear. Uh, We're going to be having speakers at the rally today talking about it. Uh, particularly in the state of Georgia, but also Pennsylvania, um, because the issues are so similar. This was a all hands on deck and justify the means take, talk, taking away the will of the American people. That's what it was. Uh, and we have the evidence. We have the truth on our side. And people are still fighting every single day to get that truth out there. And I believe that truth ultimately is going to win. We do have the will of the people. We, are, we do want to make America great again. I know that is a threat to these evil, corrupt tyrants uh, in the shadows, <laughs> it lit up in red. But 
it, it is not a threat to our great country, and it's what's going to save our great country. That's beautiful, Liz. Thank you so much. Just stand by, and I just want to have Marilyn join us from New Hampshire. Good morning, Marilyn. It's great to have you with us. Um, sorry, we're going to be a little tight on time, but there's so much to cover on this important day. Can you tell us, first of all, what the status is of the election in, uh, in uh, the 2020 election evidence in New Hampshire? So, hi, hi, Jen. Thanks for having me. Um, we just dropped a job-dropping lawsuit in New Hampshire two days ago, and it names um, our both of our, our former Secretary of State, who was Secretary of State for 47 years. It uh, names our current Secretary of State, who's been the Deputy Sec- Secretary of State for 20 years. It names LHS Associates, who... It runs a monopoly on New England's elections and some in New York. So this one company manages all the elections for all of New England. LHS, it's a Dominion contractor. Um, we also named um, 136 town clerks. So there's 140 people that we listed as defendants in this lawsuit. And, what is the uh, basic? Of, what is the basis of the evidence that you have that had you do this case? Let's go so to the evidence. We have a preponderance of evidence that they um, that they broke and violated federal retention laws, 42 U.S.C. 1974, 52 U.S.C. 20701, 52 U.S.C. 20702. And the evidence, like I said, is so overwhelming. I have so much more evidence that's even listed in this lawsuit. And I'll go through the evidence real quick because I know that we're um, on a time crunch. So um, I have Jeff Silvestro, owner of LHS, which we just talked about, the Dominion contractor. He says in March in a um, select board meeting that the state, he believed that the state was going to make copies of our memory cards. Two months later at our audit, Harry Hursty, and we have this on video as well, deleted our memory cards in front of the whole entire AG's team standing right there. And um, and then we have an affidavit from Harry from the 2016 Wisconsin court basically saying if you reset the card, uh, you'll clear the algorithm. So Harry knew what he was – so that shows intent. He knew that resetting that card would clear any algorithm it was in. So not only did he not make a copy of that card, but he also deleted it. We also have. Um, let me clarify. Let me do a point of clarification for people listening. The algorithms are the, uh, we'll call it the digital process for flipping the votes. Is 